0: You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Happy Monday to you. Starting out another week. We're mid-August. We're almost done with summer. I'm so sad about it. I really, really don't want the winter to come. I think that's maybe why my parents are eager for me to find a place and help me find a place. They're not like pushing me out of the house by any means and they don't want me to rush it, which is really nice. My parents have been so cool. They never make me feel bad about being here. Like literally ever not once have they ever made me feel bad about being here which is more than i could say if my you know 36 year old daughter was living at home and um so but i do know that the winter is coming and <laughs> game of thrones and they um we're not they're not going to be able to go to their river cabin which is how they kind of get away from me because it'll be winter, and they can they can only go there until about October. So time is running out, and um, that's just a good way for us to have been able to have some space from one another. They've been gone all weekend. They left, I think, Friday night. It's Sunday now. They're coming back right now, and um, so i got to get this out before they return, because then the dogs are going to bark like crazy. But uh, Friday, they went and saw an apartment with me. We went um, to this really nice building. I'm looking for an apartment to either rent or... Or buy. I'm leaning towards buy because mm, I just don't think I'm straight. What topic were we talking about? Um, I am leaning towards buying something because, first of all, it's a good investment. It's a it's a buyer's market right now. The rates are low, financing, mortgages, um, APR, down payment. Words that all words I don't understand and I don't even know. The other day I was with a realtor at a place and she was like, so do you know if you're going to do a loan situation or pay cash? And I was like, I don't know anything. I don't know any of those things or what is the best thing to do. I don't know any of it. Now, I don't want you DMing me what to do. I have a business manager and he also listens to the podcast. So he is going to help me with this. So please don't DM me any kind of advice on real estate. I don't I don't need it. But thank you. Um. Do keep DMing me that you listen to the show and you like it and what you do like and what you think is funny. Those those DMs have been awesome. I have so much feedback that I want to get to today. People have sent me um, DMs about um, seeking advice and uh, just sharing what they like. And I have a lot. I have a lot to get to. We'll get on the second into on the second half of the show today. But um, I did look at an apartment on Friday with my parents. The building is still under construction. There was a woman that had uh, a woman. A construction working woman who I love I love women who work in construction because they're kind of like the female comics of construction it's just a male dominated industry and they're um I just love I love it I think I, w- I would like to know what drew them into it and is it fun do they get sexually harassed a lot is it a struggle do they really like it do they find that they're respected because they're working in a industry that other men are working at like I just respect any woman working in something where it's mostly men I feel kinship with them. So this this bitch loved her. She um she had a mask on, as did all the, the construction workers at this building. I mean, this building is fully under construction. I mean, it's still, like, there's, like, dust everywhere. There's microwaves plugged in in the garage for, like, the workers to use. They say the buildings, you know when they say, oh, we're going to be done by September 1st. And it's like, yeah, what year or is that September 1st? So that's kind of the situation there and we took this elevator up and the woman was operating the elevator that's what they put the woman on duty for not like hanging up concrete but like pressing buttons in an elevator which was a sweet gig for her so she was in there she had her mask like down beneath her nose right and um, I, I know that my dad me the realtor m- and my mom and dad were all in this elevator with our hard hats on and our um, like our fluorescent vests and we're going up and My dad just made a remark like, hey, you know, these only work if um, you cover your nose. And she goes, yeah. And she kind of puts it over her nose. She's like, but I don't even believe in them. I don't even I think it's all fake because if you cough, what is it doing? It's just going back in your mouth. And it was just like it didn't make any sense what she was saying. And she's a nice lady, though. And just, you know, not maybe that smart. And that which is fine in that way. She's not that smart. Um, I would guess she's not smart in other ways, too. But just I'm just saying Um, it didn't make any sense what she was saying. And but she was nice. And I tried to say it in the nicest way possible. Like I always do when I talk about masks things because I just don't want it to get about Trump or political or for people to feel attacked. But I just say it's 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 not about if you it's not about if you believe in it. It's just other people believe in it and you need to respect that other people are. It's just it's just about other people. Anyone who doesn't want to wear a mask, will you just do it? just for other people, the people around you who do believe in it to put them at ease. Isn't that important to you to make other people feel comfortable? And maybe you're saying, "Well, it makes me uncomfortable to have to wear a mask. Why don't you think about me?" You're the difference is you're wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong. The masks do prevent it. I don't know what to say. But I did the classic Nikki thing, which is like I I I I loved I hate confrontation I really do I'm not someone who likes to get into fighting matches like shouting matches with people or debate things with people I usually like to just like scream at people and then leave at at, like drop my truth yell at them and then like peace out and like peel off and so that's what I did we were like getting off the elevator and I go actually it's not really about like what like we believe it's about what like you do you wear I go you don't wear a mask for you you honestly wear it for other people and that's all I said I said it in that way and then I like left and then I didn't and then I was like fuck Nikki why'd you just do that you have to get on this elevator again with the woman and by the time we got back on she like didn't she didn't she, obviously I said it in a very nice way because she was very nice when we got back on and, and there was no there was no animosity between us but it's just it's uh it's a fraught situation um and going on I've been going on stage uh for the past couple nights The Funny Bone In St. Louis If you want to come see me I'm, I'm down there On pretty much any show That's going on I will be on You can call up to the club And ask They'll let you know If I'm going to be on it But I am guarantee you Any show they, they have Down there um, I'm going to have I'm going to be up on stage With a mask on And I recommend you Wear a mask too There are just people In that room Not wearing a mask I don't know why um, Again It's because They watch a different News network Than the rest of us I think that's it Maybe, maybe I'm wrong But um I've been just, yeah, performing with a mask on and, uh, it's been weird, but, uh, it's been good to get on stage every night. Again, it's coming back to me. It feels like, oh, I'm actually good at this. I remember, I'm, uh, I remember that I can just get up there and like talk and funny stuff comes out and I've been stumbling onto some new jokes that I haven't written down. So I'll probably forget them, but it's there. It's there. Um, I did a set last night. I came home. I was very bored and alone and uh I was talking to Andrew on the phone on the way down there and I asked him hey would you go live with me if I wanted to do an Instagram live later and he was like sure so I got home and I was like you want to go live and then I went live alone and then I was gonna bring him in but then I was just having fun by myself (laughs) I just didn't want to bring him in yet um and then he just went away, he couldn't wait. I was just gonna do like maybe 10 minutes alone and then bring him in, but he couldn't wait. So he went to bed and then I just kept doing it alone. It was really, really fun if you were there. Thanks for watching. Um, I had like 700 people watching, which is just insane to like have that many people live watching you just cause you pull up your phone and press a button, it's really cool. And then I went live with Jeff Garland Of all people he I was searching for Andrew in my live request And I saw Jeff Garland's name Jeff Garland from Curb Your Enthusiasm And the Goldbergs And I was like I'll go live with Jeff He's a big fan of mine Which is just um, so nice And I always think that he Might think I'm someone else or something Like I'm just like why does this guy like me so much um, but he always writes me really nice Not always, but he's written me really nice DMs Of like, I just think you're You know, just compliments, I don't need to tell you It's just bragging okay. But um, I went live with him And boy, it was the most fun thing we That I've done in a while He is fantastic And he was telling stories about being um, Roommates with Conan back in the day He was a roommates with Conan In their 20s in Chicago He was telling me about Um why he's not doing stand up. He was telling me about his relationship with his ex wife, who is just one of his best friends and will, he'll always love and who he was with for 25 years. But then he left and, um, and it took them a little bit, but now they're, they're better than ever. And he just seemed like such a happy guy. And, um, uh, I don't know if you watch the Goldbergs, but his dog on that show, he adopted that dog, the actual like the, the dog that they brought in as like the dog actor. And so he showed us that dog and he everyone that was watching was just like, this guy is amazing. And he just put us all in the best mood. He gave me this fun tip that is a little bit like self-affirmation-y where you, positive affirmation where you look in the mirror in the morning or at night, whenever you go to the bathroom and you look in the mirror and you see yourself in the mirror, just go, hey, like you're seeing an old friend, like, hey, and don't make it like, you're beautiful, you're great, like, you don't need to do that kind of shit. Just, like, make yourself laugh by, try to make yourself laugh when you look in the mirror. And it, what he says is it sets a tone. It sets a tone, it's lighthearted, it's goofy, it's, you're by yourself, and um, and I really loved that. I've been talking to myself a lot recently and like making myself laugh. Um, The other day I was leaving. I was late getting to my set. I was running around the house trying to find my phone. I couldn't find it. I was doing the thing where I was saying out loud. If I was my phone, where would I be? If I was my phone, where would I be? And it's just like such a dumb thing to say because it's not like phones have feet. Even if I I were a phone, I wouldn't have any thought about it either way. But I was saying that. I was saying, please, San Anthony, please help me. And I don't even know. Who San Anthony is? I really just picture Anthony Edwards. Is that any, is it from ER? That's who I picture with like a halo over his head, like telling me where my phone is, praying to find it. Um, I was walking around and then I, I just started seeing my room was like too messy. So as I was looking, I was like picking up and I honestly sometimes in my bathroom and in my room, I just don't flush the toilet. I wake up in the middle of the night and I pee and I like. Barely even get sometimes get the toilet paper in the toilet like I just throw it haphazardly behind myself and I just like you know saunter back to bed like blindly and I wake up in the morning there's like toilet paper on the floor and like just electric green pee uh, because I eat too much B12 because I use nutritional yeast on literally all my food and it makes your pee so so bright neon green it looks like a marker in the 90s and um, yeah it's like highlighter piss and um and I flushed the toilet the other night because I was like, just do yourself a favor and flush your toilet. Like, who, who are you? This is disgusting. And I flushed my toilet and I go, good job, Nikki. I said it out loud. I was like, good job, girl. And I laughed because what a ridiculous thing to applaud yourself for, flushing the toilet. What am I, two? I don't know when kids get potty trained and learn how to flush toilets, but I'm still learning. um I would say that when I pee and I toss the toilet paper behind me, and if I'm not looking, I miss probably 20% of the time. That is not normal. In college, Kirsten, if you're listening, do you remember when you were like, who keeps like who puts toilet paper? And this isn't if I'm number twoing. If I'm number twoing, I get I always get it right because it's like that you just take more effort if you've got something on a on the toilet paper that's more than just like pee. And don't go, ew, Nikki, gross. Guys, you don't even use toilet paper. You just put your wet dicks back into your pants and then your underwear becomes toilet paper, which you carry around inside yourself all day. So don't judge me for this. But sometimes I miss the toilet. And it started in college. I don't know what happened. I just sometimes like just throw it and it doesn't go in and then I just pick it up later. And sometimes I reuse the other side because I use a lot of toilet paper. And sometimes I'm like, this is such a waste. There's parts of the toilet paper that have no pee on them. And I'll reuse it. There I go. If you thought if you thought you might be attracted to me before this, I hope that that seals the deal for you and you don't like me anymore, um, because that's really who I am and you'll have to deal with it if you ever end up with me. Oh my God, I really hope that no one I ever, whoever thinks of dating me, listens to this. That is so humiliating. I'm working on being better about hitting the bowl with it. I'm not that dirty, but kind of dirty. Remember the I told you that I was using a towel for a while. <laughs> because I ran out of toilet paper and so I just had a towel that I was like using different parts of the towel and my pee is mostly water I mean yes it is electric yellow um sometimes a lot of times I told you guys it was like an electric yellow all the time and now I'm taking it back so it makes it more sense that I was using a pee towel but that was that was the old me The new me just misses the toilet a lot anyway Jeff Garland was on live that was so much fun um, I'm going to go live more often Because it gives me an opportunity to kind of perform And i got to get used to it Because I'm going on the road again with my dad I don't know With my dad, with my with, with my Andrew <laughs> With um, Emile Joaquim And also Ari Finling uh, And I'm maybe going to have some other special guests on it as well um, I'm not as nervous to go on the road again I have so much material That I just kind of forgot about And it's fully worked out It's good shit I'm going to do a great job I'm going to have so much fun feel like I'm going to write a song. Me and my dad are going to change the lyrics to a song. I want to pick a familiar song that like everyone knows and rewrite lyrics to that. If you can think of any song that is would be a good... Um, I want to write a song about the pandemic, about my life living at home, and change the lyrics to it. Much like I did with the song Blank Space by Taylor Swift when I was promoting my Taylor Swift damp- dance parties. I'm really good at writing... New lyrics to songs that already exist It's actually one of my talents I've been doing it since I was a young kid I'm not good at writing original l- lyrics Like to new songs and, and and obviously I can't write music But I am good at making new lyrics in- I'm good at Weird Allie it So if you have any suggestions of songs that my dad could play and I could write new lyrics to, I would really love your suggestions. Maybe like a Tom Petty, a Bruce Springsteen, something that everyone knows, it's familiar enough. I don't want to write a new song that people are just like, what is this song? I want to write one that's like, oh, I remember, I know this ditty, and then write new lyrics to it. I want to do a Weird Al, essentially. I got a lot to get to on the show today. I got to get to it soon because I want to go for a run before I go do my set tonight, and uh, I got to, if I talk faster, it's not like the time is going to go faster, Nikki. Jesus Christ. Um... I just got a dry brush in the mail. I think it's really going to change my life. Has anyone else been dry brushing? I don't know where I saw this. It was some YouTube tutorial about a girl's uh, bathroom uh, regimen where she gets in there and she goes through all these different steps and she shows all the process. I get in the shower and I just, I take the quickest showers. If you don't know that about me already, I take a shower. I can take a two minute shower and I get every, and it's not even a rush. I don't know what people are doing in there. I really don't know what people do in the shower first of all, it feels like a waste of water. Just stand there in the shower. I think it's kind of like disrespectful to the earth. And, um, and I always just think about like how much water is being wasted. So I tend to just get out pretty quickly because of that, but I'm also not in a rush. I get in there, I shampoo my hair. I let it sit for like one minute as I soap up my body for like one minute. Then I wash it all off. I rinse out the shampoo. I did get head and shoulders because I thought that maybe my hair loss was like an inflammation of the scalp, which I Actually, it might be because I do have inflammation based on my blood work that I've had done before. So trying head and shoulders, someone recommended to me in my DMs. Thank you for sending all your tips. I'm taking literally like 90 supplements right now for my hair based on so many things that you guys sent me. Anytime anyone sends me anything to take, I just buy it blindly. And so like all every, I take so much stuff for my hair and I do feel like it's it's actually feeling really good lately. So I I don't want to jinx it, but I'm really happy. Um, I didn't wash my hair for six days last week. And yesterday I took a shower for the first time and I was so scared of how much hair would come out. And a lot did, but I had to reason that it was because I had it up for six days and it was all just shedding. And listen, it's gonna do what it wants to do and I can't control it. Yes, I can. I, uh, so, I got, so I shampoo, I wash it out. Then I condition, I leave that in for two minutes. And that's usually when I shave my legs. I can shave my legs in two minutes easily. I'm so fast at shaving my legs. I rarely cut myself. I don't understand anyone who's taking more time than this. I give my asshole a good scrub. I give my vagina a good scrub. I give my armpits a good scrub. And then I'm done. What else are you doing in there? That takes at most four and a half minutes. I don't I honestly, give me if you made me take a shower for five minutes, I would be bored for thirty seconds of it just looking at you like, can I just get out now? What am I supposed to do right now? I just, I don't know. I guess I just people just are just slower than me. I just like to get things done. I'm just like, what is there to do in there? I can't be on my phone. There's no music. There's no podcast. I'm just bored. Be alone with your thoughts, Nikki. I meditate every day. You be alone with your thoughts. I have so much more to get to in the show. I'm gonna take a short break and uh, and tell you about something helpful. Here we go. Listen up, and we'll be right back. I was talking before. I got a dry brush. So that's a thing that you just uh, – with a, it's a brush with a really long handle that you just rub all over your body and I guess it exfoliates. It makes your skin super soft. Anyone Every time I've ever heard about a dry brush, I just kind of go na-na-na-na-na-na and plug my ears because I don't want to hear about another thing as a woman that I'm failing to do and I'm not good enough because I don't do it. Much like the Clarisonic that I got, the little br- – another kind of brush situation that I rub all over my face. It does feel super good to use, but I don't think it's changing anything about my skin. I don't think anyone really needs one, but yet I have it, and I'll probably use it another month and then never use it again, and it's just a waste of plastic that's going to end up in a landfill. At least the, the, the brush is made out of wood, so I can convince myself that it'll when I throw it out and eventually stop using it after like a week or two, it'll like, you know, I'll bury it in the ground, and a worm that I have saved will eat it. I've been saving a lot of worms. I hope you guys are too. It was funny yesterday. It was kind of ironic. I went on a run and I saved like two worms. One of which was really almost like dry, but he had a little life left in him. So I tried to like, I spit on him. No, I didn't. But I should have, honestly. I tried to find like some wet mud to put him in. Anyway, I saved all these worms and went out of my way and had to like stop my run, even though I was like, really on a good run. But I promised myself I shall never, ever let a worm that I know is alive struggle and not save it. Because it really does feel good to save a worm. You're actually saving a life, a creature's life. It's you that's saving it. You'll feel really good about yourself And I know you're like I don't give a fuck about worms Maybe it'll make you Start caring about worms There are living things That might be your grandma Crawling around Reincarnated You don't fucking know Save granny So Um but then I got home and I'm feeling all like high and mighty they saved two or three worms whatever it was two and a half worms because one was really dried out and I just chopped him in half and, and, and I didn't do that I'm just kidding but sometimes worms are so long that I'm like are all worms really long and then the short ones are just ones that have been chopped up and like just got eaten by a bird and then started over possibly don't know all I know is that St. Louis has got some long ass worms. But I got home and I looked in the mirror and I had about 40 dead gnats on my face. Just I sweat so much when I run that I run into like, you know, a fog of gnats because they tend to like congregate in these big, you know, hordes and I run through them and then my face is so wet that they all attach and then they drown in my sweat. So I killed like 40 creatures last night, but I saved two. So you do what you can. I'm not smoking pot anymore. I wanted to update you all on that. It's been two, three days. I really have to stop. It's just, if I want to be a great comedian, I have to stop convincing myself that pot is helping. I'm saying this now as someone who's not feeling depressed, but I am looking into my depression in a new way. I don't want to use pot to treat it anymore. I just wanted to update you on that. It's been three, almost three days now of not smoking pot. Um, I think it'll be three days in like one hour. It's going to be my third day anniversary. But I just had to face the facts that pot is making me um, lose my short-term memory. If I, could do, if I could smoke pot and have the side effects that I experience, which are like elation, happiness, this ease, all the good things, I would keep doing it. I wouldn't stop doing it. I, I like being high. It feels good. But And that's the same way I felt about drinking. If I could keep all the – I love being drunk. I hated, though, the hangover. And that's why I quit drinking. It wasn't because I was like out of control with my drinking and making tons of mistakes and embarrassing myself. It would have gotten to that. But it wasn't the reason I quit. The reason I quit was because the hangover. And the reason I'm quitting smoking pot is because I have a bad short term memory when I'm smoking pot. And for me to be successful, I need in my career. I need to, and even in conversations with friends. I mean, it's getting embarrassing when I literally forget what I'm talking about mid sentence, and that is not because I'm getting older. It is not because I have ADHD. All of these things. It's because I smoke too much pot, and I just had to be honest with myself about that. And so, um, I'm quitting. I'm quitting, and maybe I'll I'll fall off the wagon in a couple of days. I don't know, but I'm making an effort to not do it. Um, and so far, I feel really, really good about it. And even though it's littered throughout this house I mean I have so much pot everywhere in this house that's just staring me down but I'm not tempted I really don't want to do it anymore yes I do no I don't yes I do I really really do um for now I feel good though once I hit a really bad depression pothole I'm hmm, no pun intended I um I might want to reach for it again but For now I feel really good about deciding To to be done because that's how I felt About alcohol I was just like if you want to be Successful in your career you've got to quit doing this You're never going to be I was watching Taylor it's honestly I hate to Taylor Swift right now but I'm going to Swift out a little bit I'm like this bitch ain't a pothead She wouldn't she wouldn't smoke pot Every day Like she wants to be the best artist she can be and I want to be the best artist I can be and pot is not helping that. Yes, sometimes it gets me out of my head and makes me think of creative, funny things. But for the most part, the ideas I write down in my phone when I'm stoned are fucking stupid, you guys. They're not good. I'm way sharper when I'm not stoned and I've got to stop lying to myself that I'm better when I'm stoned. It's just not true. So that's a little update on that. Feeling really good about it. Um, I gave you an update on my hair, I believe, on the last segment. Um, I wanted to get to some listener dms i got one today from a uh, a nice girl that shared with me a thing that i was just like i need i want to give you advice on the rate on my show because this is so important for other girls to hear and she's she's young i believe she wrote to me and by the way this girl has also sent me a ton of her hair thank you so much karen um she's just uh really really sweet and has written me so many messages by the way if you write me dms all the time and then and we have like a long dm history of me saying thanks girl and like that's usually my like go-to response for girls that i feel like oh my god i'd be friends with this girl like if i write you thanks girl that means like i love you um so this girl wrote me uh, a bunch so oh my god holy shit this girl karen like straight up hello to you and thank you so much for um she she voted for me. I'm looking at our DM history. This bitch back in September 24th 2018. One of the most um, like dramatic times of my life. She voted for me 13 times, on Dancing with the Stars. She called 13 times. That is so nice. Wow. This girl's um, she uh, her fandom goes back. That was really nice. So anyway, she sent me her hair. She's so sweet. She's 22. She said, um, she wrote me today, she goes, my boyfriend of over a year, and by the way, this is Karen, and you can, she, I told her that I would read this anonymously, and she goes, you don't have to, I have a podcast, so um, this is Karen, uh, you can follow her on Instagram, I can't believe she's letting me share this DM, but fuck it, we'll get to why she decided that she wanted to, her name's Karen Sanch X, S-A-N-C-H-X, Karen Sanchez. and she has a podcast called the sexy housewife pod at sexy housewife pod. I asked her, um, cause she has a boyfriend. I go, what's with the sexy housewife. If you have a boyfriend, she said, I was a housewife before I had a boyfriend. My podcast talks about cooking and sex tips and tricks, making fun of regular housewives who work from home. Uh, that's in quotes, doing pyramid schemes. LOL. I am a housewife regardless of marital status because I can cook and fuck like one. Love this girl. So she wrote to me before I knew any of that. Um, so check out her podcast. Um, and follow her on Instagram Karen Sanchez with an X uh, My boyfriend of over a year Who I live with just told me I am not funny enough To be a comedian not saying that I am I'm probably not but do you think it's Fucked up to say that even if it's true Should I leave him I am really fucking sad About it this was at 3 o'clock Today I'm recording this at 6 24 so this is just a couple hours ago I said Yes that's so gross He's jealous all it tells Me is that you definitely are funny enough I bet you anything he wishes he were funny enough to be a comedian, and that's why he said it. And if being funny is part of your personality that you like about yourself, then you definitely don't want to be with someone who would say something so hurtful. To which she said, he says he's really sorry about it, and I really fucking love him, but fuck you. But oh, but fuck, you are right. I shouldn't be with someone who would say that to me, especially because I'm the pa- in the past. I've struggled with an eating disorder, insecurity, depression, the works, you know, and he was the first person I told I w- wanted to pursue my dreams. Le- leaving him would be extremely painful, but so was hearing those words. Thank you for being there for me. I listen every day and I relate to you so hard. I feel like you're one of my best friends. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. That's so nice. Um, that's when I asked her if I could I could give her advice on the podcast. Because I wanted to go into a little bit more depth about this. She said, you can use my name. I don't care. And yes, I do. And I said, um, I go, and do you want to be a comedian someday? That's an important question. She said, yes, I do. And I said, any other details would help. She said, I'm 22. He's 25. We met when he helped me move in a year ago. And I said, "Um, I don't think you want me to use your name. Because what if your boyfriend heard it? I said, I will if you want, though. And she said, I don't care. He was hes he was brutally honest with me, so why shouldn't I be with him? He wants to keep me, and so he might as well know how to try to fix it. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, me being like, you shouldn't use your name. What if he hears is all my own projection of my fears about if I had a boyfriend and he said something like this. First of all, I probably wouldn't confront him and tell him that it hurt my feelings because I would be so scared that he would say that's how I feel and I'm not going to change the way I feel so we should probably break up and then I would have to break up with them and then fuck Um, I'm not the type of girl that like is good about confronting guys about stuff when I'm with them because I'm so scared they'll just leave me if I get an attitude with them so I don't know where that stems from I don't know that I would be that way in, in a relationship now but that's the way I've been in relationships in the past so I'm always like really shocked when a girl is just like fuck you I'm leaving you I think it's so cool and I love when guys have to like fight to win you back and you're right you're right Karen he really hurt you and I just I'm not saying that he can't make up for this because I would hope that he would understand that it came from a really insecure place where he said he said that I'm guessing he's threatened by your sense of humor and um, and he's threatened by the fact that you want to be a comedian. That means that you might become famous and you might leave him. I mean, all of the things that you being a comedian, it's not like I honestly don't think he thinks that you're not funny enough. He probably that's why he's with you is that you're funny. He probably values that in you. But he was trying to discourage you because he doesn't want you to get bigger than him and leave him. It's his own insecurity. That would be my thought. I also, like I said, I think he would probably like to be a comedian too because every man thinks he's funny and every man wants to be funnier than women. Not every man, but it's very hard for men to admit sometimes that women could be funnier than them. Just trust me on this. I know you're like, I'm fine with it. You're in the minority, listener, who I just projected that onto. Um, Most guys are, they want to be the funny one in the relationship. So I'm guessing this guy is, this is all insecurity. When I think that whenever someone would say something that hurtful, like that's why I had to ask, did she want to be a comedian? Because for him to say that knowing that she wants to be a comedian is so mean. I had a best friend who is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And this reminded me a lot of this. Um you've heard her on the podcast before, I'm not gonna say which one she is, but she's one of the funniest people I will ever, ever know. And she was telling me about an ex boyfriend that she was with for years. And they had already broken up. But she was telling me about him and she was like I was like, he's gonna miss you. I mean like he'll, he'll I, I usually say this to my funny girlfriends. I'm like, he'll never be with a girl who's as funny as you, because I really have the funniest girlfriends, and I just not m- most girls aren't as funny as my handpicked, selected group of girlfriends, and so I can often say with a lot of confidence. And I'm not saying this to other girls' faces. So no one's getting hurt when I'm saying this, but I often say to my girlfriends to ease their pain about whatever guy just broke their heart, he'll never find someone as funny as you. That's almost 100% true because you're so fucking funny. So saying this to my friend, and she said, wow, he never, he thought I wasn't funny. He would, he never, he thought I was like annoying. He didn't laugh at anything I said. And I was like, I'm sorry, excuse me. Um, that's what you're best at is being funny. So if this guy didn't think you were funny, um, you can't be with him. If there's a thing you value about yourself as a woman or as a man, and your partner doesn't appreciate that about you, you need to address it because your partner should think you're great for all the reasons you feel great. The things that you feel good about yourself about, they should think those things too. If you think you have a great ass, your partner should probably think you have a great ass. If you think you're, if you love that you care about animals, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm like, Saying things I mean I don't think I have a great ass that's definitely Not what I think um but You it, It's just a big red flag if you value something In yourself and the person goes out of their way to tell you that They don't it's It's bad I don't think that this is necessarily a circumstance Where you need to leave this person but Know that that is a deal breaker for you and Unless he apologizes and proves To you that what he Said was mean and 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 he can get to a place where he knows where it came From because bitch this ain't about you Karen it's not about you. It's about him and his own security. So if, if he can't get to a place where he goes, yeah, I'm insecure, and that's why I said it, and I wanted to bring you down because I don't want you to find someone better than me, and I need to keep you on my same level, then he's not the one for you. He needs to go, and he might not arrive at that right away, but he needs to eventually arrive at it. You can't say these kind of hurtful things to people and get away with it and just apologize and say, I didn't mean it. That's not enough. You have to, you have to recognize where it comes from and what you're going to do to not do it again. That's what I that's what I would require in my next relationship if a boyfriend ever said something that hurtful to me, which I've had guys say some hurtful things before that have really um, triggered me in a way. I remember one boyfriend commenting that I just didn't have a good sense of style. Um, And that's something I'm pretty insecure about that. I just don't you know, I don't I don't dress well enough and I don't look cute enough. And he kind of made a dig at me when we were in a fight that like maybe I wasn't that good at dressing and it was so hurtful. And he later apologized and said that he had said it because he wanted to hurt my feelings. He intentionally picked a thing that he knew I would be hurt by to hurt me. And guess what? That felt good to me to hear that he admitted that he chose that because it, then it didn't feel like it was real. It felt like he, you know, it's not, it's not good that he tried to pick this thing that would hurt me the most. But at least I could see the calculus in his brain of what, how he arrived at it and that it wasn't from a real place. He was actually just selecting the thing that would hurt me the most as opposed to the thing that's the that he actually really believes. I don't know. There was something about that apology that that meant enough to me to forgive him for it. But uh, apologizing and just saying, like, I didn't mean to say it or I didn't mean it is not enough. Why did you say it? What, what, what made you say that to me? And how are you going to make it up to me? That guy owes you a lot, and I'm sure he is just clamoring to get you back now because you seem awesome. Um... Yeah, I don't know if you should play this for him. I don't know if that's a good idea, but you should. You should do. You should. Yeah, you guys just need to have a talk. Um, thank you so much for for writing me. Thank you so much to everyone for sending your clumps of hair. It's still so inspiring to me. Um, a girl today not only sent me her hair, but she sent me a picture of her dirty room. Can we add that into the mix, you guys? Girls with dirty rooms, guys with dirty rooms. Will you send me a picture? I won't show anyone. I won't post it it'll be just mine but if you want to share it um i'll share one back with you maybe um because i just told you guys that i missed the toilet with toilet paper okay that that's my version of sharing with you my dirty room that's a real image that you can have so if you want to share with me your dirty room or the dirty thing you do that makes you feel like oh i'm not i'm not worthy of love that would help me feel less alone cuz we're all kind of fucked up right i honestly had to stop recording the podcast before i t- this podcast took me like Three hours to do because I did so many Before this where I admitted things that were too vulnerable And I couldn't share so in due Time I'll share everything with you guys probably because That's just the nature of this but Um yeah I Just uh I got I gotta learn to like pull it back a little Bit a little bit Because this is um I tend To just talk too much on here and share too Many things and I get embarrassed when people tell me that They even listen to the podcast I am so Grateful you all listen and that you enjoy it But I I had a guy write to me yesterday, or today, just a couple hours ago. He's the lead singer of one of my favorite bands of all time. And I, I'm like, you know, I know him. I'm acquaintances with him. And um, he quoted something that I said on a podcast. And I couldn't believe it, that he's listening. I'm so embarrassed, because this does feel like my diary. I don't let my parents listen to it. I, every time my sister tells me she listens, I get a little, like, I, I like want to change the subject, because it's just so you know, I'm not really holding much back here and I probably should, but it's gearing me up for my upcoming reality show that I'm pitching in a couple weeks. Oh my God. I have so much to tell you guys about. I didn't even get to even close to half of it today. Um, so it's going to be a great week of shows. Stay with me on all this. Thanks for hanging in there with me and, and supporting this show. And, um, I hope, uh, I hope you have a great Monday. Enjoy it out there. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Squirt, squirt. (laughs) Are you still listening? Jackpot. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.